Do I, do I look at them? No, do you lick them before you bite them? Oh, lick them, no. Oh, I used to lick the uh, flavoring off of potato chips before I ate them. Just wondering. Well, they're unsalted, so there's really not anything on the outside. And I am an adult, so no, I don't like lick my food first. <laughs> Here we go. You're welcome, Trailer Park Podcast. Nathan, worried or excited? I'm excited. Daniel, it's a horror movie. Worried or excited? God damn it, I will kill myself. Worried. Are you worried or excited? An invitation for rigid and spastic penetration. You seem satisfied. Affirmative. The trailer made me emotional. Real lumpy flesh dragger. Raising awareness about masturbation addiction. Don't get it on my territory. I can't stand seeing someone do it worse. Oh my god, here it comes. Here it comes. It's so wet. Oh my god, it's coming! Trailer Park Podcast episode 144. (laughs) (laughs) Such a strong start. Welcome to... Well, I guess we should get the apology out of the way. Last episode 143, the lineup was a little weak. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. The feedback, the polls, the follow-up on it. We really have to pick up the energy tonight, guys. We can't, uh, we can't, we can't risk stumbling out of the gate like this. So, I tried. I tried to crank the energy up and uh, went to a full fit. <laughs> <laughs> That's Daniel. Amanda's in the background there. I think she's. I'm here. Amused by all of this, and uh, intern as well. And we're here to bring up, bring back the energy because tonight, guys. I know. I know. You've heard it all before. You've heard the song and dance. You've seen the puppet stro- the puppet show and all the strings. And then you have no reason to believe me. No reason whatsoever to believe me. So why should I boast that this is a great lineup tonight? Why should I even suggest that this could be the best lineup ever? Because it is. It could be. That's where we're at. Wait, it is or it could be? <laughs> it's always it is, it could be. <laughs> it just may be. <laughs> It could be. Also, I've been under the impression this whole time that, that every lineup has been better than the last one. It could be that it is the best. Well, it's ever. definitely the best compared to the last one. We'll say that. Definitely exactly that, maybe. Yeah, well, I guess that's if you're living in the moment, which is what I think Daniel's talking about. If you're spiritually in tune with yourself and your chakras are aligned and you are living as one with the present, then the next lineup is always the best. Or could be that it is. Because it's the next. That's right. Yeah. We're always looking to improve. And you know what? The maximum determinant in a 9 by 9 matrix of zeros and ones is 144. Well, thank you. Thank you for that. Twelfth Fibonacci number and the largest uh, Fibonacci number to also be a square. Who knew? Beautiful. Yeah. A person resonating with with 144 energy could or sorry, would be inclined to engage in philanthropic activities. Enjoy alone time, get excited about discovering additional things that are possible, persistently build upon a secure foundation for the future, and notice opportunities to help groups of individuals. It's a real do good anybody. <laughs> yeah. One uh, no one here relates you. to 144. <laughs> yeah. It's all it's all a part of what we do. It's what people come to expect. The Cool Billion expects us to come out here and dance a jig about things that are related to 144 that make no sense and are ridiculous. Uh, it also, it sounds like a like a Netflix action movie, uh, Maximum Determinant. Yes. The 144. 
is the emergency phone number for animals in danger in the Netherlands. That's right. That's right. Okay. I was floating. I was landing. I was close. So, so close. It's the atomic number of unquad quadium. Isn't 12 times 12, 144? A temporary chemical element. Uh, yes, 12 by 12 times 12 is 144. I think that's what matters the most right now. And that is related to the maximum determinant. No, the maximum determinant like, was a nine by nine matrix of zeros and ones. That was not. When you're learning your times tables, about 12 by 12 is about where you max out as a kid. That's the end. That's, that's the end of that multiplication. Yeah. That's max true. Out chart. As a kid. It's where you kind of max out as a person. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, yeah, that's where, you, that's where we all gave up learning anymore. So that's nobody, true. Nobody knows what 13 times 13 is? No. 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 Hmm, I guess we'll move on. Okay. <laughs> some uh, some round table, I guess. So I would like to begin the roundtable tonight by talking about a movie that I didn't talk about after I watched it, and I kept forgetting to talk about it, and I would like to talk about it, and that is Moonfall. Oh, you finally <laughs> saw Moonfall? <laughs> yes. It was so good. I watched it one night, and I just, I have to share that I don't know how to express how I feel about the end of it. It just went so far and owned what it was doing embarrassingly shamefully it owned it and celebrated it and i was just was anyone else left with like a, a slack jaw open mouth like okay they did it they fucking did it yeah okay. mm -hmm. yeah like i don't actually remember the end well the sentient ai alien advanced aliens live inside of the moon and the moon is not the moon the moon is a superstructure yeah and it's a megastructure a mega so sorry i'm sorry a megastructure mega Let's he says see. it 5,000 times. It would be the best drinking game to just drink every time he says megastructure. You'd be falling out, out of your chair a quarter of the way in the movie. And he says it like in a way that implies that it's like a big term or like component. Oh, like in an like understood in, term. In conspiracy or like ufology or I've, I've never, I have no idea what megastructure is. <laughs> well, there's that whole part of it, which is fine. But it's the you know, downloading of his consciousness and contact moment being spoken to by the aliens through the guise of his mother in a wheelchair at the end mm -hmm. with the white backdrop. That's right. Setting up a possible sequel. That's specifically the part where I kind of, my mouth just slowly drags open and parts of my muscles in my face kind of contort a little bit. Just it, leaves it me is... hanging there. <clears throat> It is a unique film in that when you get the reveal that there's aliens in the moon and you go, oh, oh, we're doing that? That that's not the only time you're going to have that reaction in the same movie. <clears throat> yeah, thank you. This is what I wanted. Oh, I wanted to like, articulate this. The, um, the aggressive Lexus advertising in the film. Mm. Oh, mm, good call. I mean, every time you turned around, it was a Lexus. Uh, I miss that shit. Driving in impossible feats, and it's like, okay, okay, enough with the commercial, please. You know, product placement, I get it, I, I understand, but can you be subtle at all? Nope. Okay. 
that's actually a part of movies that it is an art form to include it, but also not make it come across like a commercial. I gotta give a nod about the future there because they they do tons of product placement, but they keep it as a part of the movie. <clears throat> Pepsi, Pepsi, perfect. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> All I want is a Pepsi. Nikes. Yeah. What is a ride name? Nikkei. What is that? Okay, I'm sorry. <clears throat> uh, are we gonna talk about Nope? I think that's what everybody wants to talk about. Yeah, we just watched it last night. Did, and? Did, everyone, did everyone seen it? Intern as well? Yeah. Yeah, we've all seen it. Great. Who wants to go first? I keep thinking about it. This is the movie that I keep thinking about randomly. Mm-hmm. All the time. It's like Ex Machina in that it keeps coming up in my brain. Yeah. Uh, really... I really liked it. And I was really happy with the ship being an alien. Yeah, it's a really cool take, especially since they take it like that concept all the way and i really appreciate that uh that peel especially in it from a horror sensibility he has a skill that not many horror directors have and when they do have it it's something to be cherished which is he can really capture like a gasping moment like a moment that makes you go (gasps) which is so hard it's so hard to do that in horror. It's easy to like jump scare somebody. It's easy to make someone feel uncomfortable or gross someone out or even like turn someone away from something that is like just traumatizing conceptually. But to have you go like to have you truly breathe in because of like shock or horror, <clears throat> uh, that's so impressive. And I'm speaking mostly to like how well the CGI was with making the the UFO dart between the clouds and things like that. Like the way it moves is so stunning. And then uh, once once you get, you know, I guess we're just like spoiling the shit out of this. <clears throat> right. Um, once, it's, once, once you like really get going with the notion that it's like a giant sand dollar, uh, I think it's the it's the scene where the sand dollar or where the, the ship is like throwing up on top of their house. And it's, it's like it's like storming scene. outside and it shows the house from like from the outside with it hovering overhead and you can only see it when like the lightning is crashing and it's just like vomiting all this blood all over the house. And it's like, damn, that is fucking impressive. Yeah. I'm not a like cinematography person. I was telling Daniel, like I don't jerk off on that element of film, not because I'm like, it's usually just cause I don't really recognize what's great, but this movie was so beautiful in the way that it was shot that yeah, there's images that I that will stick with me and I'll keep thinking about and um, just be really, really impressed by um, moments captured. Um, there were some things like not to say that the movie was perfect. Um, I did feel like the first like 45 minutes was kind of a trudging pace. Um, it, was, it was a little slow, a little bit of a slow burn buildup. But the last half, half hour of the movie was oh, creme de la creme. Um Loved it. Really, really loved it. I also loved uh, the fact that they really didn't have to give Steven Yun this complex, traumatic backstory because he was relatively oh, so minor. Good. But it was so good. It was so powerful and fucked up that like it just added this super layer. I, I, I thought it was great. I think that's the one part I would disagree with. <clears throat> Is that the whole tragic backstory 
didn't really like what was it maybe i'm missing something was there some sort of underlying meaning that also communicates to the main characters of the movie yeah i think it's strictly just to showcase that no matter what you think you know about a quote-unquote domesticated or tamed wild animal it's never predictable um, and it can turn instantly, which is kind of how they play out Steve Young's death. Like he thinks he has it tamed. He should know better of all people. Mm. So I think that's okay. what they're trying to do. But like, I, I'm, I'm I like torn. That. I like I'm, that. I'm, I'm, I'm half and half on it. Cause I, I like what they're, I like what it adds. Like the horror element of watching that fucking monkey just like beat that girl well, to death. They don't, of, they don't explain so that overly to you. Like they left, like the explanation you just gave, which I like is left unsaid yeah that, that he's utilizing this alien ship and manipulating it for his show i don't know that that's like a really well communicated moment in right the movie. but isn't that what we're looking for in movies now uh yes i suppose uh to a certain degree i was just kind of um yeah i don't i enjoyed the movie but i also kind of like we've turned Jordan Peele into something already. Like he he came out of the gate, made one movie, all of a sudden he's this thing. And I'm I don't know if he's well. I was I was pretty critical of uh, us. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't yeah. Think... I was just gonna say I thought all of us didn't really weren't on board with us. Well, I think th- what I like... mean by us, or sorry, I guess I should say like the general uh, Hollywood community has definitely embraced him and anointed him, even though we were critical of us he has been kind of anointed and I don't know. It's like writer director. This guy is so amazing. Director of, of, uh, these other movies. Watch this one. Oh my God. And, uh, sometimes it's true, but in this case, I mean, I, I enjoyed it and I'll definitely keep watching his movies. I'm just like, I don't know. No, I, I get it. Cause I think it's, it's kind of like what Hollywood always does, which is like Hollywood doesn't understand what it's celebrating. Like people that, enjoy movies and people that enjoy horror movies especially saw get out and we're like oh this is smarter than your average horror film and it's also shot really well like it has moments in it that are actually kind of scary um people saw that and recognized that and we're like cool we can't wait to see what he can do next because he's obviously good at these couple of things which horror movies severely lack a lot of the time without really speaking much to what else he can do or what else his talent involves you know without sucking his dick i guess per se mm-hmm. And then Hollywood sees the people that don't normally react, react to Jordan Peele. And they're like, he's a genius. He's a genius. Put him on a pedestal. <laughs> um, and so then he gets a little bit maybe overrated or oh, on yet to be deserved rated. Well, I don't know. I feel like he's done enough that like I'm excited for whatever comes out. Mm-hmm. Even if he continues to do like a really good one and then one that. I don't really agree with. If that's his pace, that'll yeah. keep me excited yeah, that's fine. for a long time. Um, yeah, I don't know. Puts a lot of pressure on, on him, too. It's just, you know, like I'll see on Reddit, people will be like, oh, well, this one was probably third best in his movies. And I'm like, are we ranking him yet? Are we ranking his filmography yet? He's well, done, done yeah. so many. I mean, yeah. I can do it. I can rank them right now. Well, super easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get out this one, then us. And, you know, whether you. I think it's this one, then get out, then us. Oh, really? 
Yeah. Get out. I like this more than get out. Yeah. <laughs> I was telling you to get out. Oh, yeah, I'd have fine. To get out again, honestly, because. Oh yeah, maybe. It's been a long time. I've okay. only seen it once, so I can't. Yeah. And then people yeah. get confused because he produces stuff, so then they think that he's done more movies than he actually has. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah they so like. In my uh, non-Criterion DVD collection, I have a director section, and he's part of that. <laughs> okay. And so, so that means something. Okay. He's are deserved they, are the, they uh, alphabetically arranged, or are they arranged by ranking? They're arranged by the director, last name, and then the year that the movie came out. It's yeah. like an extra little like sticker or stamp you can get on your Criterion that's like, you know, intern, <laughs> intern archived or. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. But anyway. um, Amanda's comment about cinematography, I didn't really think about it that way. But yeah, there was a lot of good shots in the movie. I feel that way about Villeneuve. I've, I find myself like. He's another like, one. Oh, he's a. Like, uh... Dune He's a cinematographer's wet dream. Yeah, Dune and Blade Runner and stuff. It's like wow. All how of the you, all of his movies, Sicario, yeah. Arrival, Prisoners. I read, they're all great. I read one comment online, people criticizing Sicario, saying, "Remember that boring shot of where they go over top of the the New Mexico hills or whatever?" And I'm just like, "Boring. It was fucking beautiful." That was oh like one god. of the most interesting shots. Yeah. Slow zoom. I don't know. Oh my god. Anyway. <clears throat> I'll I'll say this about this about nope the last like 20 minutes when the when the when the creature takes its second form I like lost track of whatever else was happening in the movie because I was just so captivated by that thing and I couldn't stop thinking yeah. how does that thing eat is that pulsating eye the mouth I want to see it engage something yeah, it's like confusing <laughs> that's all I could think about was just like the the factoids of this biological creature and then I was like oh right the OJ and what's happening <laughs> right yeah, I know the details of it when it expanded and stuff was so. Yeah, that was crazy. It was so was interesting. Crazy. I feel like this might be the one of the best reveals that I've seen. Like normally, you wait for the movie and then they reveal whatever the thing is, and you're like, "Oh yeah, it was oh, this, the alien." Yeah, this was good. Yeah, like, like but this the... one was like it was like that. I was so engaged when it started doing everything. It was the same thing. Multi reveals sucked right in. It's like, oh, it's a floating stingray. Yeah, that's cool. They kept it a secret for a long time, for like really well. I, I didn't, I did not know. I didn't, I, oh. you know, I don't ignore spoilers just because I don't really care. And I hadn't come across this. <clears throat> I totally was expecting it to be a ship. I thought they were gonna get probed or some shit. Yeah, I thought it was kind of. I thought it was gonna be more in the vein of like fire in the sky. Yeah. Maybe I have to yeah. watch it again, honestly, because yeah, I wasn't like maybe drinking in all of the different details as much as I could have. I definitely acknowledged that I was, I enjoyed it and had a good time. And I love Wincott. Michael Wincott should be in more movies. I love that guy. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> His voice is so crazy. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. gravel voice from the crow. Yeah. Yeah. If I make it to like 65, <laughs> maybe I'll sound like that. Is that what you call him? <laughs> gravel voice from the crow. That's um, how I know him. Yeah. He's, he's the, he's the guy from the crow and the guy from alien resurrections to me. Yeah. He's also in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. He's oh, like, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. cousin. Yeah, he's also in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Cousin, cousin, <laughs> cousin. Uh, okay. that, that that maybe was like maybe one of the other parts, the few parts in Nope where I was like, what? He like so readily sacrificed himself to that thing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I, I was 
that would be my only that would be my critique of it is how fast he just was like nope i'm going to get eaten but he and had like, his whole didn't even get good footage no he, he had his own backstory though he wanted to get the perfect shot and the only way yeah. he was going to get the perfect shot was by sacrificing himself i yeah yes that yes However, how do you know you got it if you don't ever get to watch it back? It wasn't for anyone else except for him. It's just him, him and his maker. You know? I know, still. Although it, it, that shot was not as cool as when it sucked up all the people and you got to watch that woman get sucked yeah. further and yeah. further and then just start screaming and you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I saw, I saw the, uh, the water well coming. I leaned over to Chelsea and I'm like, She's, she has to get to the well to take the photo. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh my God, it's going to happen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anybody else watch anything? So I just want to uh, bring this up because it's another director that has only done three movies, but I watched them in succession here, which was Ex Machina, Annihilation, and uh, Men. And I really enjoyed Men. Cut that. Uh, yep. <laughs> I really enjoy Men. Time code two times. What do you enjoy about men? <laughs> well, what I like the most is when balls? No. when the man uh, forms a vagina and gives birth to himself over and over again. You're ruining it for them. <clears throat> oh, that movie was fucking cool. Is that what it is? I kind of have I've kind of had, I've had, I've had an idea similar to that before. You want to birth yourself? No, it's just like a story that I thought about has along those lines. I don't think that what is visualized at the end of the movie Men is something that you had on paper. <laughs> I honestly I was more like a hermaphroditic main character that gets cons- like consistently like impregnated with their own clone. Okay. Yeah. Now speed That's... it up and give birth every two minutes over and over again for 20 minutes. Oh, like you become like your own like alien queen? (laughs) Yeah. That's even better. It's like, it's like your idea except like out of control. Like, yeah. Now you're going to go watch it. I am going to go watch it. Is it more like, is it like egg like, you know, like the queen? Like it's just like plop, plop, oh, there's some more. Or is it every single one? It's like, (gasps) I'm going to tell you, it looks, it looks really good. It does look good. The special effects are very well done and it's very uncomfortable. Like Chelsea and I were really into the movie and we got to that last 20 minutes and, you know, ew, oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Can't deal with this. You just, yeah, it took a movie that like I had forgotten about and put it right on my radar. <laughs> had to issue the spoiler to get it up there. <clears throat> Roger. Are you ready for my burden movie though? Uh, your burden movie. You mean you're going to, talk shit i don't know if i'm ready for you to talk shit about point break because <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a nostalgic uh, guilty pleasure so anything oh, you I'm say i'm not gonna like uh, dump on it the way i dumped on heat okay okay all right no i enjoyed what? point break okay oh. <sighs> point break then heat <laughs> <laughs> i'm so disgusted right now <laughs> why you don't like point break andrew point break's hilarious compared to heat well, Point Break is a different... These are apples and oranges. Yeah, These are two different things movie. you can't compare. Yeah. He's walking like around in the police station with a surfboard. 
He is okay. So here's the thing. I understand that you love Point Break, and I'm actually on board with that position. You do know that it's a bad movie, though, right? Oh, like there's... this is like a negative two. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> negative three. Yeah, it's, it's on that side of the scale for sure. But it executes on that side it's, of the scale. It really does. And okay, so I watched it. And Patrick Swayze's character is, is ludicrous. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> Brody's awesome. I love that we got to see Patrick Swayze kick people. Anytime he gets to kick is best. Have you seen Roadhouse? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I've seen Roadhouse. Um, here's what was very special for me personally is that I don't know that I've ever seen a Gar- like Gary Busey pre-brain <laughs> brain damage. Yeah. And so I'm sitting here, I'm like, Gary Busey is carrying this goddamn movie. Yeah. <laughs> like- <laughs> Fucking Busey is awesome before the brain damage. He's yeah. so good. Yeah, he's, he's, he's so great. good. He's so funny and, oh, um, I didn't Why know. Why don't you go get these guys? I should have, I guess, thought about the title before I went into the movie. Because, like, when I started it, I was, like, looking over to Dan. I was, like, oh, this is a surfing movie? (laughs) 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 No idea that it was going to be surfing. I'm, like, there are. Okay. I had to, like, I repeatedly, because I watched it on an iPad. There were many times that I was, like, doing, like, 15-second forward jump. Because I'm like, I cannot watch these motherfuckers fly around in the air any longer. (laughs) (laughs) And I would have to push it like five, six, seven times to get through a "Ah, fly. (laughs) So much skydiving, so much surfing. um, And just like, oh, oh. And then and then the ending of the movie, I'm we are to believe that the FBI has funded Keanu Reeves following this guy around the globe for months. And when he finally catches him, he's like, yeah, he's not coming back. And just lets him commit suicide. Do you know how many tax dollars you just wasted? Hundreds of millions. <sighs> Great. Great ending. More, more than five. And then, yeah. Then the re- the- just... The reveal, though, is great, though, when, when you find out that his surfboard is a, actually a biological creature. <laughs> no, Omega, Point Break mini, is, mini mega um, structure. Is, 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 a, is a two thumbs up from Amanda. Excellent. Um, it is a, a good, bad movie for the books. I'm so hungry I could eat the ass out of a dead rhino. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh, and we're, like, staking out this bank and not keeping eyes on the bank. They're so good at bank robbing. I know. They don't need like, to do that. The other Gary Busey's like, go get me a meatball sub. Go get me a meatball sub. And then just like stops paying attention to the front door. They ha- they could have caught these guys and none of this would have gone the way it did. Um. <laughs> <laughs> they leave the car running on the curb. On the curb. Yeah. And then they do their um, robbery and they vanish. Like a virgin on prom night. Like a virgin on prom night. Yeah, that's a great line, too. <laughs> Welcome to SeaWorld, kid. Okay. <clears throat> Sweating like a whore in church. <laughs> Young, dumb, and full of cum. Um, I watched Day Shift, Jamie Foxx Netflix movie, where he plays a yeah. vampire hunter <laughs> for yeah. hire. Yeah. yeah, that trailer did not make the lineup. Um. Uh, it's fine. It's totally fine. 
Um, it's actually once Franco, Dave Franco comes into it as like the bureaucrat, like young bureaucrat at the at the vampire hunting agency. It's all very like regulated and and, uh, and business like he gets assigned to Jamie Foxx because Jamie Foxx is like on probation about to get kicked out of the vampire hunting union. And so he needs to have like him be the overseer. And he's just like a, an office nerd. And Jamie Foxx is like a field hardened killer. And uh, their dynamic is great, mostly because Franco is fucking awesome at that type of character that like bumbling, like by the books. Uh, there's a running joke where like literally any time a vampire appears, Dave Franco pisses his pants. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, I don't know, none of it's great, uh, but most of it's good. So I don't know. Take with that what you will. We also both watched separately, but we both watched The Man from Toronto. Also fine. Yeah, also fine. Yeah, nothing, <laughs> nothing. I was going to bend your ear to recommend it. But yeah, these are movies that like you think are just super shitty and they're totally fine. Well, Man from Toronto was critically shat on. Yeah, that's the, I, I prefer the Jamie Foxx one. Because hmm. just because of Franco. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Um, I guess if Point Break's coming down, what's coming up? Oh, I forgot I have to do that part. Um, let me think like, about it. I'll get yeah, back to you later. Think about it. Okay, I'm going to take something down off my burden list. Mm. Um, <clears throat> Butcher Baker Nightmare Maker. <laughs> I almost forgot about that one, yeah. What exactly are you wanting me to take away from this experience? Just... Her performance is very impressive. Oh, she, I recognized her uh, from Powder. That hokey spiritual movie. Oh, she's in Powder? Yeah. She's one of the ones that's like, you know, get him. And I just remembered her face being so <laughs> awful. And I was like, oh, God, she's going to do that face this entire fucking movie. Yeah. <clears throat> great. Great uh, psycho hag. Oh, a, oh and some color. of the shots they do where they like slow-mo, uh, like, but not normal slow-mo, like frame per second. Like her, she's just like stabbing people and freeze-framing her <laughs> face in this contorted awful crazy lady face and the oh. fucking oh the detective the detective, the detective is detective crazy so he's so he's like his homosexual theory is the only one that's permitted and he uses the f word fag all the time yeah. <laughs> he's very Oh, that detective. Oh, he cracked me up. His his other partner's like, what about this theory, which is the real theory? It's, he's he's on to it. He knows. Or he's figuring out what actually happened. He's like, do it on your own time. <laughs> he's a homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it, it's so funny because like just before we watched that movie, Amanda and I, we were listening to a podcast about serial killers or whatever. And they actually went into detail about how a lot of uh, like killers that would kill gay men in like the 70s and stuff got away with it for so long because the cops were so uncomfortable that they just like assumed that like whatever a gay person died that it was like a romantic entanglement yeah. issue like they're uh, just, just like ah, fags just, just, yeah, just fags <laughs> killing each other because they're so in love and they're unpredictable and so like that's exactly the premise of this whole movie and his entire character is that he cannot deal with anything other than the fact that it's just torn lovers yeah wow yeah other than that i would say that uh I think it was a bit too long. They could have done what they did in less time. Sure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. A little like just open flirting with her her nephew. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I do like that it opened up with um, the nephew's parents 
Right. That was a great car scene, though. I know, but the way he delivered, the way that the father or the male character delivered the line of, remember, we're going to stop at a hotel in Cedar something, California, right? Mm -hmm. And normally someone says, oh, and just remember, we're going to stop at this hotel in Cedar something, California. But this guy delivered the line in an awkward way that just made me made me say like well that's not how you say that line this guy's that's a not how a human speaks this, this guy's a shitty actor am i gonna have to put up with this guy for the home and then boom he dies i was like oh sweet yeah. <laughs> got rid of that guy and then the nephew came in and i was like oh, he's a little whiny but I'll, de- I'll deal with it and then bill paxton shows up oh my god he was he was special when he was younger oh wasn't he yeah oh a little awkward a little awkward. A little awkward, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, that's coming down. We're going to continue our Why the Hell Hasn't Amanda Seen All the 90s Movies mission. I have a 90s movie generator up in front of me. Okay. So I'm going to click the generate button. Beep, boop, boop, beep, boop, 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 beep. Okay. We have, I'm going to read them all off, uh, Interview with the Vampire. Seen it. What about Bob? She has not seen that. <laughs> Leaving Las Vegas, starring uh, Nicolas Cage. I... He won an Oscar. I know that I've seen parts of it, but I can't say that I've, like, seen it. Okay. You know. Falling Down, starring Michael Douglas. Nope. And Dangerous Minds, starring Michelle Fiverr. Yes. Oh, no. Okay. So, I think we're kind of looking at What About Bob or Falling Down. Didn't I just watch a Michael Douglas movie? The Game. The Game? Yeah, I just watched The Game. I can't do more Michael Douglas. Let's do What About Bob. Okay. That's fun. Bill Murray. <clears throat> cool. And Richard Dreyfuss. That was a lot of fun. Okay. 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 All right. I'm down. All right. Awesome. Well, that's done. And you can get back to me on what's going up on somebody's burden list. You know, it wouldn't hurt you, Amanda, to watch Boogie Nights. Just saying. I'll get there. Okay. And it wouldn't hurt you to nudge your husband to watch one of his burden list movies either. I have a burden list? Yeah. 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 And, you're, and you're watching The Man from Toronto when you could be watching <laughs> Midnight Special or The Last Duel. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. Watching... Yeah. Day shift. <laughs> and the man from <laughs> Toronto as well. Yeah, that's, but that's the truth is that like it really pisses Nathan off that we spend time watching bad movies. Yeah. Yeah. And he could be it's watching. Really and, you know, really tweaks his melons. I also watched uh, The Woman in the Window and The Gray Man. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. You guys don't want to talk about The Gray Man, I hope. I'm sure we all know what it is. It's, yeah. What do you mean I know what it is? It's an action movie with an assassin chasing another assassin with quippy comments and action. What else could it be? Yeah, and Gosling in a goatee, yeah. <laughs> and, and then and then uh, Captain America in a mustache, and that's the facial hair movie. That's all you get. It's all you think the whole time. You're just like, oh, it's goatee versus mustache. That's it. <laughs> you gotta Everything watch else is like explosions and action and guns, and it's just goatee versus mustache. Did I burden you, the Iceman? I think I might have. Yes. Yeah. 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 And. Uh, Captain America's got a mustache in that one too, except he's really creepy. Mm. Yeah, the ice cream. Yeah, the ice cream truck. He's killing people. Yeah. I, think I, thought it was, I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it was fun in the in Gray Man. He's like such a like idiot, and he like leans into it. You're like, dude, this is what every villain does. They go all out, and they never get what they want, and they waste a bunch of money and time. And he's like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. I'm doing that. Put everything in it. All the money, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's just another Thursday. But yeah, it is pretty uh, rote. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you guys want to do a quick rapid fire? Yes. Rapid, rapid fire. fire. 
Okay, Lord of the Rings, uh, Rings of Power. First two episodes are going to hit theaters before the streaming premiere. Uh, Dan Harmon says the community movie is now a matter of when, not if. There is a Dune Awakening open world survival video game trailer that was just released. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, Sean Cunningham's cameo page says that a new sequel is coming in 2023 for Friday the 13th. Discuss. Uh, was aware of the MMO for, mm-hmm. for Dune. It's something that I've wanted since I was young. It's something that I thought would lend itself perfectly to an MMO, the universe of Dune. It's got all sorts of nooks and crannies and gritty, hard sci-fi nerdery that you can get into and extrapolate upon. And uh, My only concern is that they haven't made a successful one since World of Warcraft, and they've, they've all failed, all of them. So not a lot of hope for this one. Although would love to check it out if it's anything worth playing at all because I fucking would love to dive into that universe as a character. It'd be so fun, but I'm sure it will suck balls. <laughs> <clears throat> what okay. is a community movie? I'm sorry. What is, Dan Harmon says a com- oh community the show. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I thought he meant like a. I thought it was like community theater or like or that, yeah. yeah okay okay yeah sure whatever community the TV series yeah I don't know how you make a movie of that. Why that was we... like a long running joke toward the end of the series though they were seven seasons in a movie seven seasons in a movie yeah mm-hmm. oh okay so there's a there's a meta purpose that makes sense yeah. for and they probably do what what most of those type of shows that do a movie do which is like ha ha it's basically like we're just a long episode ha ha and then it's basically just like a long episode huh. yeah what was the last one uh, Lord of the Rings. Who cares? Lord of the Rings. Uh, they're going to oh, show yeah. the first two episodes in the theater first. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Whatever. I won't go to it, even though I'm excited about the show. Oh, uh, I forgot. Do you guys forget? This is actually happening. Jake Gyllenhaal reboot of Roadhouse. That's actually happening. They're filming it right now. Oh, man. Can he roundhouse kick? That's all that matters. <sighs> I don't know. Connor McGregor. <laughs> I'm sure. I don't know. UFC guy Conor McGregor is going to be in it. This is upsetting. I don't know Wait, what to do. Wait, can I burdenless riff track movies? Riff tracks movies? I mean, that's uh, I guess the actual movie. Yes, not the riff track part of it. Yeah. Oh, well then there's no point. Never mind. Carry on. Because if you just watch movies with riff tracks, then you're not actually watching the movie. Yeah. Better to watch movie and then watch the riff tracks movie of it after. Like yeah, and if then you're going to take it that route so that people. You know. oh, well, I've never seen the actual movie. Look at me. I've like, only like, seen the riff tracks. Like you look at me like, what? Why would you watch a movie twice in a row? I've watched Space Mutiny like 45 times in the last six months. <laughs> I'm just like trying to make Nathan watch a talking cat. A talking cat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, well, I mean, fucking on its own, it's absurd enough. So <laughs> I hear Eric Roberts deliver his lines in from a, a bathroom, from a fucking public bathroom. <laughs> Well, you can recommend that I check something out. You just can't burden it. That's all. <sighs> Never mind. Carry on. Burdening mm-hmm. is about serious movies and being serious about them. Like yeah. Andrew, the Joy Luck Club. Any, yeah, he's any, never going to watch yeah. it. Any progress oh, there? Oh, no, I am. Okay. Uh, no, no, but it's uh, it's real close on my, okay. my list. It's moving up. All right. And with that, I'm going to move us right along um, into the lineup because we got we got to engage this majestic beast that is the lineup tonight it's beautiful it's hot this is it's the on best fire. lineup it could be we've, we've ever it, had it no could be that it is no goods about it oh it might could be we have before us what could be 
the greatest lineup that we have ever experienced. You know, I knew that. I knew when I woke up this morning, I knew that this was going to be the best lineup that we've ever had. (laughs) I'm just reading a press release here from Sad Sack Studios right now. It says here that this is the greatest lineup that we have ever had. Okay, now we don't say this very often. the greatest lineup you will ever witness as a member of this podcast. In the lineup for which all of you shall be bequeathed. And I'm not fucking around this time. This time it is serious. Tonight could be the greatest lineup, pound for pound, best lineup we've ever experienced before on Trailer Park Podcast. Wow! Well, I like a good pound. Uh, Sadzak has, has issued a few statements, Okay. Okay, here we go. Best show ever. Uh, um, this lineup will change your life, yeah, and so, you'll punch a baby. And uh, number 80 means harmony. And uh, your headliner tonight is Don't Worry, Darling. Don't worry, darling. Here we go. I have it, I have it, I have it. it. Focus, right here. Have a little drink. of you wives we men we ask a lot we ask for strength food at home a house clean and discretion above all else boys and their toys at least we know they're getting work done welcome to the victory project we're all here because we believe in the mission What are we doing? Changing the world. What are we doing? Changing Changing the world. world. That's right. What do you think they're really doing out there? What do you mean? The one thing they ask of us is to stay here. Where it's safe. Do you even know what the Victory Project actually is? Have you ever asked? Do you? Please, what's actually happening? Stop it, Alice. What if this place is dangerous? What if Stop it! No. Jack, it's okay. I'm curious to hear where she's going with this. I need you to listen to me. about everything. We are not going backwards. We're pushing forward. Everyone is acting like I'm crazy. And I'm not crazy. Our life together. We could lose this. I don't trust it. 
Nathan, worried or excited? I think we all need to take a page. Take the cue that this movie is telling us to take. Don't worry. Am I right? Wow. Don't worry. Wow, this trailer looks awesome. Chris Pine is a cult leader in some weird-ass plantation under some weird special project, blah, blah. Stepford wife thing going on. People going nuts. There's like a hint of awesome in this that I am jacked to watch. Excited. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm a sucker for whatever, like, do you even know what the Victory Project is? And like weird sounds that rumble the entire neighborhood. <laughs> no, what's what's and the Victory Project? What, yeah, what is it? Yeah, I want to I want to know what it is. And then the rest of it has like a very strong Stepford Wives vibe, which has always been like sort of a niche in horror. That's that I've always that I think is fascinating. Like that's <clears throat> juxtaposing uh that like pure traditional old school American way of life with horror. Uh, it always works. Just like putting religion with horror, anything that comes across that veneer of wholesome is always uh, <clears throat> readily made toxic by bringing it into the horror realm. And uh, I want to know. I want to know what's going on. Show me, Chris Pine. Show me what your secret is. I'm excited. Amanda? Um. Yeah, sure. I'm on board, I guess. Yeah, totally. What is um, this? What is this? I'm. I'm on board, I guess. Come on. No, I am. I am. I, I will admit the first tra- the first time I saw a trailer for this movie, I was immediately triggered because I was like, oh, she's just doing another midsummer thing. Like, ah, I'm crying and screaming and nobody's nobody's listening to me thing. And and then and I was turned off. But that is me being triggered and not letting this movie be its own thing. And, you know, once Daniel sort of talked me off a ledge a little bit and was like, look, there's like this whole Stepford Wives thing going on. I was like, oh yeah, there is, isn't there? And yeah, it does seem a little bit more um, tense and um, direct. I, I, I don't know how to describe it. I am I am excited about it. I have come around. I am interested. I hope they don't let me down with the reveals. Hmm. Yes. Well, this could, yeah. There's a risk of blowing this up out of proportion, but Chris Pine... As a cult leader, ooh, that's just dripping with delight. Just you can, in the trailer, he's just like so creepy. What are we doing? What are we doing? Oh yeah. <laughs> no, I'm interested. Uh, I'm curious more. to see where she goes with this. Mm-hmm. In uh, turn, will this be finding its way into your movie collection? Um, I do wonder why they keep us in the safe space, and I am excited to be moving forward. <laughs> serving uh, serving yeah, papers at sure. the reveal excited i'm pretty sure that uh this is the best lineup that we've ever done of course i'm excited oh, there we go jeez <laughs> it was fun to find out that shia labeouf got fired from this movie hmm. and replaced by harry styles her boyfriend yeah like they couldn't get army hammer Apparently, Shia LaBeouf, uh, according to Olivia Wilde, Shia LaBeouf's process is very combative, mm. and he and she needed Florence Pugh to feel very safe in all of these very vulnerable scenes. And all the cunnilingus scenes? And all of the, basically, a lot of gratuitous sex scenes, I guess, so we need her to feel comfortable with the with the actor opposite her. Gratuitous sex. Ah, curious. Excited. Like I have a statement to make about women, and then they like they just play like gloriously uh, 
attractive elitist women that are all about sex and materialism. <laughs> uh, I think, well, Olivia Wilde just keeps, her star keeps rising as a director anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, what else she do? She did Booksmart. Yeah. Yeah. Booksmart was good. You guys watch Booksmart? Yeah, yeah we saw it. Did you, did you like it or are you shitting on it? I thought it was we better than super bad. We see it. We just don't want to watch it. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, you're just asking to be burdened when you do things like that. <clears throat> I felt it coming. I felt the burden coming when you, when you were like, wait, no, did you guys see that? <laughs> there's no winning. There's moment. no winning. Uh, trailer number two, our teeter. Uh, 3,000 years of longing. Three thousand years of longing. Here we go. My name is Alethea. My story is true. I am a solitary creature by nature. I have no children, no siblings, no parents. I did once have a husband. If there is fate, who can say? But in the Grand Bazaar of Istanbul, I chose a memento. I like it. Whatever it is, I'm sure it has an interesting story. So what would you wish for? What is your heart's desire? I do have a question. What does one do with three wishes? You'll see. story about wishing that is not a cautionary tale we all have desires even if they remain hidden from us but it is your story and i cannot wait to see where it goes oh how it might end hello hello he'll be staying for a while Beginning to wish we'd never met. Don't say that! Make a wish! Save yourself! I have a wish. Amanda, worried or excited? I think that it looks very beautiful. Um, I really like Tilda Swinton a lot, as well as Idris Elba. I'm interested in the story. I'm excited. (laughs) I bet that it is a movie that I am excited about and I'm interested in that I will never see. 
Oof, hmm. that's a solid comment. Nathan. Um, well, we do need to take note of the director here. It's the director of Mad Max Fury Road, George mm-hmm. Miller. And uh, he's capable. And the cinematography in Mad Max Fury Road, all of uh, interns bitching aside, the cinematography in Mad Max Fury Road is really good. And the cinematographer keeps coming out of retirement to work with George Miller every time he makes a movie. So, and you can see from the trailer that the images look crazy. And the, I think I was reading that there could be some, a lot of layers here, and it could be uh, kind of an interpretation of some famous book, 1001 Arabian Nights or something. So <clears throat> this could be kind of epic from a nerd standpoint. So, but yeah, I agree with Amanda. Looks interesting. I like the people involved. I'm excited, but I may never watch it. Reminds me of movies like The Fall, starring Lee Pace, where it's like very visually captivating, but maybe the story might be a bit too segmented to keep you engaged. Like Priscilla, Queen of the Desert? That's a great movie. I haven't seen that. It's a classic. That's another one that's like beautiful looking and is like, well, I'll probably never see it. Hmm. Intern? Well, I'm going to say that there's no sign of... uh fucked up cars or bungee jumping guitar players so i'm pretty excited what if they go somewhere just to have to come back again i uh really want to see tilda swinton play aladdin okay <laughs> well i mean they nathan they do kind of imply that because she like wishes that they never met so like undoes Does. all the events of the film <laughs> Uh-oh. uh yeah i'm ready for it i'm gonna have fun with this one Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll finish this off. I'm also excited. Um, it looks beautiful. Uh, what a role for Tilda to play. That's perfect. I'm the lonely, aging woman who has no family and a dead husband. And my life is about to explode with every luxury and fantasy you can imagine. Uh, it also is weirdly perfectly timed because I'm reading a comic series right now called Eight Billion Genies. And it's <laughs> about how one day every person on Earth gets a genie and one wish and the insane chaos that ensues from billions of wishes going off at the same time. Wow. So I'm like kind of interested in, in seeing anything with a, with a genie and a, and and an interesting take on genies. So I may be the one that actually watches this, but weirdly I get the tone you guys are talking about. Okay. Whoa. This comic series sounds crazy. Is it giving you ideas of contemplating what would be your wish? Uh, yeah, it definitely makes you do that. And it's very, it's well laid out too in that at the end of every issue, it like shows you how many wishes have been used and how many people are left on earth <laughs> and how dramatic it is from one day to one week to one month. Wow. <clears throat> that sounds interesting. I would like you to refer the title of that to me. Yeah. It's called 8 Billion Genies. 8 Billion genies. Okay. 3,000 years of longing finito. Your fulcrum tonight um, comes from the same writer-director as uh, The Wicker Man. Which one? The remake. Okay. The good one.
And I was like, I was sitting here, I was like, did I get a title? Oh, uh, no, you didn't. This the is... good one. No, that's not what it is. It's House of oh. House of Darkness. House of Darkness. Yeah. Here we go. How about we tell each other stories? I'm just not very good at telling stories. Oh, come on. I love stories. All right. This guy meets this amazing girl. She doesn't have a ride. I'm happy to. They drive back to her place, this mansion in the woods. We have several of these hmm. estates. Does that make sense? You're rich. <laughs> <laughs> and then they kiss, but he's never kissed before. You could do anything you want to do me. Make me disappear. Wow, uh, what do you mean? You're not married, are you? <laughs> not at the moment. Not at the moment. <laughs> What's that? Is somebody here? Not that I know of. Let's play a game. I don't want to play a game. Let's play. Lucy, hello. I thought this was just the two of us. You still don't understand what's going on, do you? Understand what? Oh my God. I'm tired. I need to go home. No, you're not. Is that how it ends? Who said anything about ending? Okay, Daniel, we're excited about House of Darkness. Oh, sorry, I was waiting for the bell. Um, I rang the bell. No, I guess I didn't hear it. Um, this is the this is Did vampires. You hear that? You hear that bell? This is this is this is vampires and Justin Long. Is it a reimagining of Bram Stoker's? And then it said nothing. Right? Did I get? Did I not notice that? Timeless notice that tale. Timeless, oh, Bram Stoker's Timeless Tale. Okay, so I didn't like specify Dracula. But uh, that is the implication. Yeah. I was trying to think, is there other Bram Stoker legends? No, maybe not. Um, I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think I'm excited for this one. <laughs> but it's the director of the remake of The Wicker Man. What's in the bag? Sure. A shark or something? <laughs> Just when I think I'm out, pull me back in. Um. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, there's nothing here for me. One, I don't like, one, I'm, one, I'm not really into vampires. Uh, two, I love Justin Long. Um, I don't see him being utilized much differently than how he was used in Tusk, which was just like idiot bait, <laughs> which is the same thing as here. Um, and then there was like Kate Bosworth and who, who was the second one? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Are they like just toying with him all night? Or are they going to turn him? Or are I they going to? Like... I was confused. I was like, is this like a time loop thing? Yeah. Well, yeah. Who, is, oh, oh. who is Dracula? Was it a time loop thing? Was it like that he keeps know. like doing the same night over and over? That I don't would... know. There were a bunch of shoes that all look the same. That'd be it's... more interesting. Um, I think it's a reimagining, meaning gender swap, right? Kate Bosworth sure. is going to be Dracula. Right. That's... Well, that's fine. But like, does Dracula have like a harem of friend vampires that hang around? I, I thought he was a solo kind of dude. Yeah. yeah. Me too. 
or does she just like take different forms or is that not a vampire is that like her renly look at the buzz this movie's generating all the questions the unanswered questions so many i mean i like justin long being a bumbling idiot so Mm. for that reason i'm in but i don't know that (laughs) i don't know (laughs) rose of course Another plant. Another, another plant. <laughs> oh fuck! <sighs> I I want to answer all these questions, and I like Justin Long too, and I think this could be interesting. I might actually check it out. I'm excited. Okay, turn. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say that this trailer reminded me so much of Tusk that I uh, want to watch something else with daniel (laughs) uh and anything else um looks like uh close call on the best lineup ever (laughs) oh well uh fell apart right there in the middle oh no not the beach not the beach (laughs) yeah we're like okay like i understand that everybody in this room Loves the Wicker Man remake. Loves the Wicker Man, but like ironically, like it's not good. Right. So to pitch this movie as like it's from the comic book, like a selling point. Well, it it has to have at least a half dozen like quotable lines from Justin Long for it for it to attain the same status. Exactly. He also directed Nurse Betty, which is also top notch. Yeah, Nurse Betty's like it was like 15 years ago, but it is in like my top like 20 of all time. I think. Hush, 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 hush. Uh, It's fine. It's fine. Maybe it does have some good one-liners in it. You know, maybe he's got Justin Long. You know, like why are there so many scorpions or something? You know, I don't know. (laughs) Oh, he also directed Lakeview Terrace. Oh, that's a knock. Mm. Wait, Lakeview Terrace is that the Samuel Jackson one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's fine. It's fine. It'll be whatever, right? Intern, what was your official response? Worried, right? You said that this whole uh, best lineup thing is out the window and look forward to worried. next time. Okay. Worried. Fine. Fine. Well, then I'm moving on. Bunch of unappreciative fucking... Okay. Uh, trailer number four. Your totter tonight. Triangle of Sadness. That's a great title. Triangle of Sadness. Here we go. So, is this runway casting for a grumpy brand or a smiley brand? So it's a grumpy brand, yeah. Congratulations! Show me that Balenciaga look. Suddenly I'm dressed in something way less expensive. It's H&M! Yay! Balenciaga! And H&M! Balenciaga! And H&M! Looks paid for the tickets. Not bad, huh? <laughs> so what do you do? I sell shit. The success of a luxury cruise mainly depends on you. I don't want to hear anybody saying no. It's always yes, sir, yes, ma'am. I command you, enjoy the moment. 
no, no, no. <laughs> what? You say no to me? No, no. Oh, so it's yes. N yeah, no. Yes. Go in. Yes. <laughs> the saints. Do you think it's possible to wash them? I don't think that's possible, ma'am, because this is a motorized vessel. Yeah. So we don't have any sails. It was sails. Yes. Well then, in that case, we will clean the sails. Yes. Of course. Yes. A Russian capitalist and an American communist. On a $250 million luxury yacht. really bad. This is really, really bad. Intern, worried or excited? So I didn't catch all the um, quotes and like who this is by the first time I watched this trailer. And I was thinking it really reminds me of the square, which is the producers of the square. So it makes a lot more sense now. And I really like the square. So I expect this to be of uh, similar quality and outrageousness. I think this is, uh, this might be enough to pull, pull this whole lineup right back into being what could be the greatest lineup. Is this, is of it, all is time, it, is it riding the ship? <laughs> it, it, it's, it is. This is like a below deck, uh, a foreign, a foreign film below deck. In English, they just did everything right. They did write the ship. Nathan righted the ship with this pick. Well, it's not the producers of the square; it's the director of the square. Oh, even better. Even better. And you know what? This uh, film, Triangle of Sadness, also received an eight-minute standing ovation. That's not not very much time. At Con, not a selling point. At Con, sorry, Con. Can. Can. Is that how you say it? <laughs> yeah. There, there was one woman that clapped at the end of Nope, and I was like, "Shut up." <laughs> She was. I don't think she was regular. Oh yeah, I mean, I think she was like autistic or something. Um, and you were yelling at her to shut up. No. No, I didn't actually say it. I was just like, Ugh. <laughs> well, Nope didn't win the Palme d'Or at Cannes the way the Triangle of Sadness did. <sighs> no, it's just any of them. Just basically, I think of that guy from that commercial where he's like teaching 
like millennials who have come into middle age, like how to behave properly or not become their parents or whatever. And one woman starts clapping at the end of the movie and he just stops her and he's like, the director and the actors are not here. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's a lot of like below deck related stuff going on in this trailer, which it's the the exact analogy that Amanda used yesterday when we saw this trailer before. Nope. (laughs) It's fun. It, uh, it's got a lot of pluses for me. Woody Harrelson, the, the below deck vibes. Yes, we'll um, clean the sails. But at the same, I, I don't trust movies that that destroy my my eye holes uh, my eyeballs with quote persuasion. You don't. There need was to a lot of it. Your movie is funny fifteen times if your movie is actually funny. So I, I that turns me off like so <clears> much. Like it, it it makes me think that. Because I, I, I don't know that I've ever been proven wrong on the quote persuasion front. I don't think I've ever seen a movie that was heavily quote persuaded and I watched it and I wasn't like, well, those were lies. Hmm. So, Uh-oh. you know, I, I, I didn't see this square. And so I, I really can't say one way or the other if I like the director's work. I will say if it's super similar to the square, how often is the sophomore entry of the same type as good as the first? I don't know. I don't know. But for Nathan's sake, I'll say I'm excited. <laughs> Do you know what I'm kind of picking up that I'm a little bit concerned about? Like I have a sneaking suspicion of mm. that all the stuff on the boat is over in like 30 minutes. Yeah, I think that. And then yeah, we're, and then we're on true. this island for like an hour or more. Yeah. yeah, I think that could be true. Yeah. So that's got me a little bit worried, but I'm excited. Woody Harrelson just sells it to me in this trailer every fucking time. Puking and shit toilets erupting are also a negative for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan of the shit toilets. You like you like them. I just love well, Harrison. Yeah. It's yeah. In Parasite, it was great. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Well, apparently it's been three good movies in a row for this guy. Force Majeure was actually... Remember that movie with uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus and Will Ferrell? They remade about... Uh, they're up on the snowy mountain and an avalanche happens. Oh, yeah. Didn't that movie flop? Yeah, but that's the remake of... Mm. Force majeure. Mm. The original is this guy's. That's the one we should have watched. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The guy from Game of Thrones is in both of them. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. There you go, everybody. Another round of excited. Put sadness in the title and this group gets behind it. Uh, Our five hole tonight. Uh, See how they run. See how they run. Here we go. Victim's name is Leo Kopernik, sir. Seems he's killed in the costume store. And then he was deposited here. Staged, so to speak. longer do you intend to hold us all hostage or is that the idea gather all the suspects and interrogate each of us in turn until the mystery is solved marvin cochranar's overrated playwright celebrated playwright oh i'm so sorry sir i can't read me on handwriting there was an incident 
I'll kill you. <gasps> it's as good as a confession. It's not jump to conclusions, Constable. What do we have here? <laughs> Working late, huh? He killed Kopernik to hush up the affair. Case closed. I'm doing it again, aren't you, sir? Jumping to conclusions. Okay. Yeah. A little bit. You've never heard of Richard Attenborough. A real-life detective. I understand that you came to blows tonight in question. It was me, Inspector. I arrest you for the murder of Leo no, Cochran. No, no. We have a serial killer on the loose. Please stand back. He keeps the key. Ah! Under the mat. We are no longer merely suspects. We are also potential victims. So what did he do that made you suspicious? It wasn't so much what he did, it was more the way he did it. How did he do it? Sort of suspiciously. Right. Nathan, back to you. Worried or excited? See how they run. Sam Rockwell, quirky detective story. I kind of wish maybe Rockwell wasn't doing an accent, but uh, it looks fun. Him and Saoirse Ronan's interplay should be entertaining looks like it's got a decent supporting cast what is you know it's an hour and what what is it here i'll tell you it's an hour and 38 minutes how charming this will be for an hour and 38 minutes if any of you says worried get out seriously i'm excited amanda agreed totally um cute quippy whodunit with sam rockwell being a surly himself i love it i love it i'm in intern um every time i see this trailer uh every single thing that uh sir sharonan says i laugh at every time i think she's hilarious i don't know i feel like this can only translate into her being funny for an hour and 38 minutes and i really want to watch that I want to watch her be funny for an hour and 38 minutes. It's so that I, I don't have to think about it. Like, oh, it was you. Oh, you're under arrest then. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't have to be funny for an hour and 38 minutes. The credits are usually about five, almost five to 10 minutes of that. Like it was staged. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sir. Uh, yeah. So funny. What if those, wait, Just all to, be, to be a contrarian, what if those are the only funny things she says in the entire movie? I don't see it. Okay. I think uh, she's uh, this generation's actress. Mm. She's gonna, she's gonna pull Sam Rockwell along with the for this one. Okay. Okay. All right. That's enough. You know, not all of us have watched I'm all these so sappy excited. movies she did before this. Okay. I am so excited. Yeah, and I will finish it off and say that I am also excited. Old timey news radio, who done it? Sam Rockwell kind of reminds me of maybe a better version of Noises Off. Um, and then it's got like a little bit of a Wes Anderson feel, but with like less of a mime riding a tricycle while a monkey bakes a cake. <laughs> so yeah. Nice noises off fun. reference. That was good. I just hope uh I hope Rockwell is not like too underplayed, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I hope the only thing he like hope hope he does more than just go, uh. Yeah. Mm. I hope right. he's like a little bit closet alcoholic. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like pulling a Mickey out of his coat pocket to deal with her. (laughs) Like he doesn't want to solve the case really, or at least like he just wants to like shortcut through it. And then her like stumbling through with excitement, like compensates him. (laughs) That'd be great. Yeah. Yep. There it is, folks. There it is. A, uh, what was that? A five across the board shard. Not even. ATB sharded tonight. Nope. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. No, there was a little bit of fuddy-duddy there in the middle by uh, <clears throat> two members of the round table. <sighs> or was it three? Amanda, did you worry about House of Darkness as well? I think I gave you an excited. You did. It was a pity excitement. Right. Yeah. So we were close. We were two off. That's okay. A real bounce back from 143, though, everybody would say. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah 143 was... Um, objectively terrible. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, I guess we're going to look forward to 145 now. It'll be hard to outdo this lineup, especially since uh, the movies on the horizon haven't really solidified yet. We don't really know what the lineup's going to look like. We're going to try really hard to put together a good show for you, though. I really hope and there's a... And intern um, will be here, or will he be here? It'll be impossible to tell. It will be. <laughs> Yeah. Real question is, though, is how many Netflix originals can Amanda and I watch between now and the next one? Oh, I'm going to watch Me Time right now. <laughs> what about Bob? What about Bob? Is it on Netflix? I don't know. What about, uh, here, let's go through them. What about The Night <laughs> Special? What about The Last Duel? Why not? Why are these movies so hard to, for you to watch? What about Morbius? What about Boogie Nights? Ooh, what about Parenthood? I think I think if you actually saw what I'm doing when I put one of those Netflix movies on, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, don't watch one of your bird movies when you're doing this." <laughs> yeah, you're you're you know, to give the bird movies the respect and attention they deserve means that we can't do our other bullshit mm. while we watch. Yeah, I'm usually them. doing something else and then watching Rift Tracks on Pluto. But if it's like I've been watching too much Rift, Tra- uh, Rift Tracks on Pluto that day. Like I've already like seen their cycle through of what they're what they have available for that day. Then I will flip over to Netflix and put on something that I don't have to pay attention to, which is usually one of these movies. Okay, all right. But I mean, I can watch Last Duel while like, I like over my shoulder. <laughs> okay, I understand what you're saying. You have trouble committing to this process you know since we brought the burden list move uh since we brought the burden list back the only movie that has come off of daniel's burden list is one that he had already accidentally watched <laughs> just like to point that out yeah the only amanda, people really participating are you and me Nathan. yeah amanda and i are really bringing it back trying to put energy into it uh intern has one movie on his burden list he could clear it with making one. its way up the list yeah he could clear oh, it's it at the top with I, one so... viewing just so you're aware, yeah. I just reorganized my watch list. Okay. And it starts with the Joy Luck Club. That's great. I'm just pointing out that it's been just one movie for well, multiple episodes. I need I need more movies. Over the course of several months. I need more burdens. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You need an option. Amanda, and you should burden him I with should. your next one. I don't one. know what to burden him with, though. Straight to the top of mine, men. <laughs> So, <laughs> that'll be coming off my burden list. It's not on your burden list. <laughs> Midnight Special's yeah. been on there a real long time, though. <clears throat> Just saying. Want to see Michael Shannon? Sci-fi movie? Hey, might be good. Someone recommended it. <clears throat> anyway. Okay. <laughs> Peace be with you. 
I'm also with you. Yeah. Feliz Navidad. Oh, we didn't get to listen to this yet tonight. It's now time for Obser Nathan's with Nathan. <laughs> my observation, oh my observation tonight is that the two members of the roundtable tonight that prevented the across-the-board shard are the same ones that are not participating in the burden list. It's a good Obser Nathan. Obser Nathan.